I am especially appreciative that Tamara and Matthew had an Orange Socks interview with me. They are currently 30 weeks pregnant with a little boy who their doctor, based on genetic testing, believes has more than a 90% chance of having Down syndrome. I appreciate their honesty and candor. Many parents will be able to relate to their feelings and experiences. So tell me your story. Tamara, you, you were expecting, you're pregnant, how far along are you? I'm 30 weeks. 30 weeks? Yeah. And you got uh, some news at some point in your pregnancy that you might have a child with a disability. Yeah, we kept our pregnancy a secret for a little while, mainly because we really wanted to tell my parents in person and they live in New York. And we were planning on going back there for Thanksgiving, so there wasn't any real reason behind it. We just mm -hmm. wanted to be a surprise, so we didn't tell his parents. My parents didn't know. The only person that knew at the time was my boss. And um, we finally told Matt's parents before we went to New York, and we wanted to find out the sex, and we had the opportunity to find out the sex through this test called the Panorama, which is an NIPT test. That was at 10 weeks. Yeah, 10 weeks, um, and my doctor, like, I love my doctor, so I don't want to speak badly about her, but she kind of glanced over the fact that it was going to test for genetic issues and, like, really highlighted that we can find out the sex of our baby. That was the big part of the test. So we were like, okay, cool. And then we would get the results, like, the first two days that we were home in New York, so it was perfect. So when we were in New York, we got a call from my doctor, and I missed the call, and we I didn't have service, so she left a voicemail. It didn't sound very good, so immediately, we were nervous and we couldn't get back in touch with her and we didn't hear from her that same day so we're both really nervous and now it's the day before thanksgiving and um, we went over to my friend's house for dinner and it's about nine o'clock at night in new york and i get a blocked call and um i wasn't going to answer it because we were at dinner at my friend's house um, but my friend was like it could be your doctor so we took the call privately both matt and i um and we knew immediately that it wasn't Good news. Yeah, just from the tone and the doctor, she was very soft and wanted us to be consoled. So she was letting us know what the results are um, from the genetics testing, which, you know, like Tamara said, we weren't prepped on, you know, that it was going to be genetics. We we're mostly, you know, this is our first kid, excited to find out, you know, the sex of our baby early on. And so she led into and let us know what was going on with that test. Uh, we tested high risk for Down syndrome. We don't know anybody with Down syndrome. It's not something that we grew up with. We don't have people in our family. So from what I've always understood, it was something that was in older women, which I now know is completely false. Actually, the majority of Down syndrome children are born to younger women. Mm -hmm. But I mean, a million things ran through our head and it, it, it instantly hit us. I think that we both had tears in our eyes when we heard the news. I couldn't even really finish the conversation with the, the doctor. And then after we went home to, back to my parents' house after we left my friend's house, and that's when it really sunk in that this was like a real thing. Because to us, she told us that, you know, the test was 93% accurate. And um, and to us, we heard that our child had Down syndrome. Yeah. We didn't hear that, it was high, that he was high risk. We heard that, our child had Down syndrome and like for us it shattered our world like to this day I still think it's the worst thing that I've ever been through it's definitely the worst thing that we've gone through together in our marriage and thinking about it now it's like we're definitely at a different point but it still hurts the same sure yeah that would be a shock so you got this news mm -hmm. at Thanksgiving what were your thoughts Matt it was a shock the only reason it was a shock and then this is speaking 
from what where we're at now is that because like Tamara said, we haven't been in, you know, in the world of Down syndrome. So we're new to that. And it was, it's new to us. So it's, it was very scary at that moment. Um, since then we have, you know, branched out more educated and reached out to other organizations like Orange Sox and tried to familiarize ourselves with that type of, of life and diagnosis. So maybe a, a difficult question, but you don't know what you've got. Mm-hmm. It's not 100% sure that, this, that your child has Down syndrome. It's close. Yes. But what are your greatest fears? I think my immediate fear was that we were going to have a child until the day that we died. Mm-hmm. And it also worried me, like, who's going to take care of my child sure. when we're not around? I think that was my biggest fear. Mm-hmm. It's just not knowing if he'd be healthy or how long he'd live or if he'd ever be able to have a normal life. Yeah. What are your fears? Um, Mine's not more of a fear. I'm more of a uh, day-to-day, so I don't look too far deep into it, but obviously care, how to care for for a child with Down syndrome. I was more in worry of, you know, my wife and her feelings and her fears and her emotions about the diagnosis. That's really where my focus was. Sure. My uncle has a mental retardation, so I'm aware that, and he comes from a big family and he gets well taken care of, so I was never worried that Grayson, our son, would would be not taken care of. I knew that and I had faith that we would come together and and we would love and take care of this kid. We just find it very hard when we don't have him. We have the diagnosis, but we don't have him to love. Right, yeah. So that's where the, the difficulty was, of not having someone or not having that physical person to hold in your hands. Do you think it's easier to have the diagnosis before the birth? Or would it be easier after? I mean, you obviously, you can't, you don't have a choice here. Yeah, now, great, great question. We've contemplated this uh, currently. I mean, we're, we're sitting here, um, you know, a few months away from, from birth. And we often wonder that. Would we rather known the genetics testing um, before? Or would we have, you know, went to the birth and then, you know, found out right after birth? I would have liked to have been educated more on the genetics test itself, the statistics that go along with it, and the results and been guided on how to interpret the results of the test. It wouldn't have been so traumatizing. Like yes. for us, like nowadays, the first thing you do when you don't know something is you Google it. Right. And yeah. Googling is not your friend sometimes in hard situations. Like you find the worst of what you're looking for. And um, we just didn't know anything about the test. so. We had to find it all out on our own. We didn't see a genetics counselor for I think another week and a half or two weeks afterwards. And so we didn't, we weren't able to discuss these concerns with anybody besides people on the internet or see information besides what we found on the internet. So back to your, your question of whether or not it would be better before or after, I don't think it's for me to, there's no way of me being able to tell. I think I would prefer not to know, period. <laughs> but <laughs> I've had this conversation with other moms that have children with Down syndrome that found out afterwards, and they have 
looked at it from my perspective and they're like, I would not have wanted to know that. I would think about that all the way up until the time that he was born, and we do. But I don't know if it would be any better of, you know, thinking that my kid was gonna be born like a typical child and then being told that he has Down syndrome after he's been born. I don't know how I would feel about that. So we're prepared right now yes, to have that's, that's the super positive is that we've been now diving into this community, educating ourselves, and following everybody that we can on social media, which has been great. Um, one of our favorite Instagrams is nothing down about it. Mm -hmm. We love that Instagram and watching that every single day. And I think it's been good because now we're prepared. Good. I'm just curious, because um, I had this happen to me when people found out that I had a child with Down syndrome. Very well-meaning people giving me advice. Mm -hmm. Do you have that happen? I'm just curious if that's happening to Not you. Not yet, but I can okay. see that. No, everyone's yeah. really he kind of- because he doesn't talk about he, it. Well, <laughs> I talk about it, but they haven't, you know, dove in. They said, you know, we'll just have faith. Everything will be okay. So not, no yeah. really advice yet. Just kind of have faith and you're gonna, you're gonna I did, be okay. I did find it interesting that probably the people that were the most free to give advice and comfort with people that did not have a child with a, with a disability. <laughs> right. But myself, I found more validity from the people that did. Yes. And so they're the 100%. ones that I, that I listen to. I don't know if that's been your experience. My experience is different than that, mainly because I just went home to have my baby shower. So I, it was spoken about with my family and friends while I was there. And because we're kind of in this weird, I don't even know what the, like purgatory of whether or not our child has Down syndrome, um, not so much that people try to give us advice on how to parent a child with Down syndrome or with a disability, but like, oh, I wouldn't worry about it. Like those tests are always wrong or we know somebody that had that similar thing happen or when people don't really know your story. Like right. maybe you had something come up in ultrasound, but you didn't have the test that I had. You didn't have the test that I had and we also had markers on our ultrasound. So your situation's not the same or something else came up in their ultrasound or during their pregnancy that they want to try to relate it to, but mm -hmm. it's not the same. It just, I understand that you had fear for your children and I totally respect that, but I don't, I, it's well-meaning, but I know that it's it's not the same and it's hard to, Sure. Sometimes it's hard to just like bite my tongue and be like, thank you, like I appreciate that. And sometimes you want to say like, right. <laughs> you don't know what's going on. But we also, there's no amount of talking that I could do to make somebody understand what it feels like. There's, there's nothing I could say. I think you hit on it because you have to walk down the path to get it. And the only people that get it are those that have walked that same path. Yeah but yet everybody has their, their own adjustment period and, and uh, faster or slow. But, well, you know, to be honest, I don't have a lot of more questions for you, <laughs> but um, I'm really excited to interview you after your baby is born yeah. and, and to follow this along, if you're willing. We're definitely willing. Get the baby home and whatnot and get adjusted and we find out if he, he has a name, right? Yeah, Grayson. 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 Grayson, mm -hmm. okay. When you get Grayson home, and if when we find out if he has Down syndrome or not, and let's say he does, then uh, I'm really interested to just do periodic little updates yeah. to this interview. I'm just really curious to, I guess, to document, if you will, your progress, because I think there are people out there that are going to be struggling exactly mm -hmm. with the same thing, and and I know I valued when I was going through that the people that could tell me 
exactly what I was feeling yeah. at a particular time. And so I think it's going to start to become more common because this test is becoming more common, where it's kind of been in the shadows for like the last five years. It's uh -huh. now being offered to women in low risk categories. Mm -hmm. And this is our cause, no matter if Grayson has it or not. Like we've learned so much and we, we can't turn our backs on this community. This is going to be what we well, we and advocate you, for it. And you mentioned something that I thought was interesting before we started that you had already talked about whether you had to have a child with disability, what you would do. Mm -hmm. And you already made a decision. Yep. And what was that decision? That we would keep them no matter what. We would love them back the heck There's out no of There's no way that we, I couldn't even imagine. We heard his heartbeat. Before we took the test, we heard his heartbeat. And thinking, like, I would always think about that if we aborted him. It, it's, we couldn't even fathom it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we see how much joy they bring to their families and they can have completely normal lives. They can be successful. They can fulfill their dreams just like any other child. Yeah. We notice Down syndrome a lot more now. We're a lot more aware of it and sure. we see it everywhere. So yeah. it's part of our community. Right. You guys are awesome. Thank you and thank you for letting me check in with you periodically because yeah, sure. your, your story is important absolutely you know we believe in what you're doing like overall and so. it's helped us tremendously yeah. orange socks is amazing because it's like i started sending him stories when i found you guys and it puts things in perspective like this is not necessarily what we thought we would be getting ourselves into but we could also be in a completely different situation that we also don't necessarily want to see ourselves in and we see that there's families that are getting through yeah. it just fine he's going to be fine no matter what yeah a amen thank you yeah thank you. you're welcome i am grateful to tamara and matthew for giving us a snapshot of their life in real time and thankful that they have agreed to follow up interviews after their baby is born